Today's episode is brought to you by Hover. Please visit hover.com slash laser to get 10% off your domain name registration. Another master stroke, mind bender? You put my elite vipers through the ringer, the twins got creamed, and most importantly, you lost Sun Tzu's DNA, which was supposed to be of vital significance. As of now, your little experiment is deader than disco! Come, Scrap Iron. <laughs> deader than disco, I like that. <laughs> everybody hello hi 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 it's time for lasering and time and time hi everybody pew 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 now i have a bunch of sound effects prepared Excellent. not as many as i would like for our <laughs> disco stew uh, look would you say disco stew is the beginning of the end for the simpsons uh, no, <laughs> stop it! Um, look how fast we started I talking about this. Only wanted to point out that I got—I I, just—I need a disco sound effect to introduce our disco show. These are air quotes. Get to that in a yes. second. Are you trying to and tap just, into that lucrative 2013 <laughs> disco market? No, I think that that, that shit is so over. Uh, we can talk about that. In a, it's just that, dis, that song by the Tramps, "Disco Inferno." If you type in the word "disco" into Google, that is the first. That's the first link. So, holy shit! Let's try other genres and see who nailed rock. Rap. You'll probably get Jingle Bell Rock. Slit <laughs> your own throat I, when my, it starts my, playing. My first thought was Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster. I think that could happen. Or probably a little bit of the Rock action. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm Chris rock, Antista. Rock Comeda. I am Chris Antista. We have with us Tyler Wild, uh, Brett. Yay! And Michael Graham. Michael. Ah, is that too loud? Yeah. It's up a little loud. Let's see. If, let's see how we're doing here. A little spider. All right, how does that sound? That's good. That was good. Sounds <laughs> threatening. Uh, because Ominous. we... Tyler, what'd you get for Christmas this year? A record player. A record player. And got me a record player. You and mean like those big laser disc looking things? Yes. Yeah, and they're like black and they have like these little grooves and you put this needle in them and it goes... And then I don't know what they do after that. And then that. somehow music comes out? Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. It's, it's, it's very hard insane. to get on the podcast, but we did it anyway. And that's why the sound was turned up so loud because we're recording off a needle. I think I have one of those. It came with the game, uh, DJ Hero. <laughs> yes. Does that work? I think <laughs> I'm almost positive. Does it have a USB yeah, connection? Yeah. yeah, okay. I don't Definitely. think this is the last you'll hear of my record player. Just I because hope not. Going through like the... 50 cent bins at places there's yeah. so much so many gems that aren't on yes. the internet yes Barbra Streisand Barbra Streisand uh, <laughs> yes HMS Pinafore <laughs> the stuff like folk songs for kids and it has the most hilarious cover of this just like disgusting looking like man with a big gray beard and like a yeah. sweat taint stained shirt holding a banjo and it's like it, I want him around my kids I go, I, I go through <laughs> those albums at the thrift store and it's just like any asshole who records a record had to get in a bad suit and pose on a gray background and like Earl Dix does the hits and he, he looks totally uncomfortable sweating through his suit the hair Ugh. follicles popping through his polyester <laughs> suit like a overgrowth during the apocalypse <laughs> But this this could basically be called the vinyl show. What I wanted to do was get a bunch of shitty disco. This basically we around my house. I've been sent by a ton of you guys um, from back in the talk radar days, like albums of old shitty cartoon stuff. Uh, I have 
vaguely collected a couple pieces of them. I've never actually been able to listen to them, let alone share them with you. But this is basically turned into the vinyl show. I wanted to do an all-disco show, but then there were too many things that I've, I've never heard about famous cartoon characters that have, are just vinyl releases and horrible. Hmm. So yes, we're in for a little bit of that. Can, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll go into different genres later, I swear. I swear it's not just disco. What defines disco? I don't know. And I did like most genres have like a beat, like four on the floor or something. But disco to me is just like, well, you danced to it. We danced to this. It's it, disco. It's uh, well, I think it's the first fiddling with electronic instruments. Like this mm. is just a sound a music instrument can approximate. Boom. But right, that's it. Yeah, boom. I it was just it is the genesis of. Uh, I mean. Uh, of music that I would grow up to love. I mean, any kind of electronic or dance, techno, mm. dubstep, whatever de- mm-hmm. derived work you want, like that's kind of the start. Mm. Um, but didn't you grow up uh, like under the assumption that disco sucked? Were we still a part of that? Well, yeah, the '80s very much turned on it really hard. So, like by '86, yeah. '87, it was like yeah. boo hiss, and it's like, dude, you guys were all about this like four years yeah. ago. Like, well, I think it would, at, at the time there were shirts that said "disco sucks" when yeah. it was so yeah. popular, yeah. and like, well, wow, were those the first hipsters? Sort of. That's yeah. amazing. I definitely grew up with the impression that it was the worst kind of music yeah. you could listen and to. Not yes. to bring it back to The Simpsons, I just know Bart said it. He said yeah. it one time, and I'm like, that's that's my introduction to disco, is Bart Simpson telling me, disco sucks. I have like current yeah. metal friends <clears throat> who still subscribe to that, despite the fact that's like decades. What well, doesn't matter? It's, it's not threatening sucks. at all it's anymore. Like, it's like, it doesn't you, really you, exist. You would have to seek it out desperately to then go, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Although, um, for what it's worth, uh, that Call Me Maybe song from last year, mm-hmm. that is straight up disco. Mm, like okay. the strings, the beat, like that's a disco. That's a disco song, and it was like the most played song last year. This is, I, so I it, it's, I don't know, funk with electronic funk? instruments. A lot of it is soul too. I mean, uh, oh, there, there's a fair amount of soul. You could consider soul in there. I don't know how you'd ever describe soul, except it must be done by black people. Disco mm-hmm. is does not have that criteria. That well, rigorous criteria. It's not really like polyrhythmic either. It's very <gasps> like duh, 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 duh. it's just one two three four. So it's easy to dance to, and I think that's why yeah. it's so popular. Mm. Is that it's just it's the super beat is simple. constant through the whole thing. There's no like big breaks or anything. It's just like. But what is it? A record player? Why? Well, because records are cool. Are they? And having physical media is cool again. Until, there's as, big, long as, as long as it's a really uh, outdated and unused Yeah, that's the uh, thing. Is, there's a huge shelf at Urban Outfitters now right next to the Ghostbusters t-shirts that is just well, like $20 record players. But I actually like, love, I always see records and I want to get them. And yeah. I, like, my mom has a huge collection, but then I always say to my, you know, I don't even have a, why would I buy that? that? See, that makes me a hipster if I just buy this and frame the album cover like like an idiot. I don't Which have a I record player. But then, and, you know, picked up on this, got me a record player, and mm-hmm. now I'll just, you know, go spend $60 and listen to them, and it's, it, it's a reason to get people to gather around and be like, and listen to music. Mm. If you're just going to put your iPod on, everyone's like, this is annoying, put on I Adult Swim, that. you're annoying me. But, the, the problem but if you get people over under the context of like we're going to put some records on, I don't know. It feels I, fun. I wouldn't come over. But, but exactly. you're here now. You're here now, and right. some of you even, even knew we were doing a disco. What stew. if we put Marvel for Capcom on? Huh? Yeah, well, it, you Tron knew we were track. doing disco, and you're over I'll here. I'll listen to that. But you're over here probably just to be nice. But this is <laughs> technically the same principle. This is a bunch of shit you can't hear anywhere. That's why else. it's interesting because yeah. like th- this is the difference between like phys- owning something physical or mm-hmm. getting it digital. It's like a game. Playing it on any playing, you know, Castlevania Two on the NES is no more authentic than playing it on an emulator or on some kind of other port, provided the port's not botched in some way. But like, there's no inherent value on it that's superior. Whereas you could listen to a record, and that's a different experience than listening to it off of an MP3 or a CD. 
And there's stuff it is a recordings. Well, I, I, just, I got this live BB King recording. It's like this. I can't. How would I find this otherwise? Yeah. And that's the other thing is like like you said, going through all those bins. It's like that stuff is not archived. No yes. one cared enough. This is the archive. This yeah, bin right here. And, that's, and that's why, like in an age of the internet, where it's like you can like almost everything's at your disposal. Like you, I. What does it mean if you have th- three terabyte drives full of music? Yeah. Do you know the music? Like it doesn't mean anything. But yeah. If you have a cultivated collection physically, that's different than I've got a folder with every Super Nintendo game in it. I couldn't care less. Yep. Yeah, or so I've I. got the entire got the collection works of the Beatles mm-hmm. on a hard drive. Who gives a shit? I clicked on this magnet link and now I have it all. <laughs> Even <laughs> CDs seem disposable, but I wonder when uh, you know uh, cassette tapes I, are going to make a big comeback. And it was looking at those big, are so big, inconvenient. I can't believe cassettes. Big like, records, but I, I have to. Believe believe the size of it and the booklets that came within it fostered some more affection for something it's that It's like buying big. an old game and getting a big huge game. Yeah. yeah. You like, get all the lyrics and you get this long like written thing on the back from, from and <laughs> like how often, describing the band and yeah. how they were discovered. How often like liner notes producer. like liner notes per song where they're like we, where do you even get art and photography blown up and stretched to that size yeah. on a regular basis anymore. Yeah. Well with that in mind um, we have a bit of a laser time exclusive. Yeah. I love that our exclusive noise is stolen. It's still CBS. <laughs> They're not using it. Um, I have owned an album for years called Mouser Size that I know I listen to. I've seen it on your shelf. It's definitely there, and I've never, I haven't listened to it in a very, very long time. It, <laughs> it came with a giant booklet, and the booklet isn't in there, but I looked it up online. It's this awesome guide. It, it's telling you how to do aerobics but it's all like Donald and Chip and Dale and it gets really obscure but like a 70 page booklet do kids even interact with audio anymore and I'll get to that in a bit no they interact with Dora <laughs> this is mouser size again downward we, Pluto downward downward facing Pluto it's good right <laughs> <laughs> um this is Disney's mouser size it is absolute madness it is teaching you how to do aerobics but it is a disco remix of every Disney song it could possibly think of to throw into the same beat. Is this getting into more of the Jazzercise 80s fitness uh, Yes, fitness it is craze? from 1982 okay. specifically. But they're so that's a weird time. Cartoons, like, and they're kind of like yeah. off. The, you know, they, this is what birthed Reebok shoes. Yes. And leg warmers. I already like this. Uh, I'm out. Are we doing no, this? No, no. Are we doing <laughs> this? <laughs> Okay, that's sweet. It kicks that's, off with that pulse ba- uh, bass, yeah. that uh, bright, that like this, that, that sounded really modern. And then, yeah. This, <laughs> this song is seven and a half minutes long. That's just a Chromeo song with like this. <laughs> uh, so, but the thing I already like about this um, is. I don't know if I can even articulate this. As someone with no musical terminology, it's very difficult. I tell like, you, I tell you what, I it's it's it is authentic to the times. It's someone it's, doing I, something sincerely. It's not sincerely. That's the thing. Is like here's like actual musicians had to work in concert to make this, yes. mm-hmm. and someone is singing who has singing talent and not through a bunch of vocal filters, and a machine didn't put all the stuff I, together. I did. I mean, I don't know. There's something about I that did that's on, vaguely on, interesting to me. From someone who loves music made with machines. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you like Disney, this is, I think, one of the last appearances of Clarence Ducky Nash, the voice of Donald Duck, whose wow. last appearance was, I think, Mickey's Christmas Carol in 1983. That's so what I was going to ask, is are these voices of the original era? Uh, they had not nailed... Clarence Ducky Nash still did it. But His then middle they, name is Ducky? Well, as of... 
after like fifty years of doing this. Okay, well, not so not really. So uh, it's like no. a mob thing, like you get well, he always did that voice, <laughs> and he eventually went on to do it for Donald Duck. Right, and uh, Donald is definitely in crack open a beer before this next one. <laughs> yeah, them strings, man. Raw, raw, rescue tune. You're supposed okay, to be doing this, aerobic. Yes, this is, yeah, this, it makes you want to move. I can see. Uh, if I was four years old, I'd be into this. <laughs> can you rip this to like a Dance Central level? <laughs> I think so. I have to have the original master. Just I love that intro because there's like a gravitas to the strings that's just like yes, that's sounded like pure evil. I, I'll play them. That's what I love is the strings, man. A couple more of those during the, um, as we move forward. What? This is all the same song. Next, we're gonna march in place on my to Peter Pan. Do we need to provide any context about the <laughs> the '80s fitness craze? Yeah. Wow. It's so it's that's because that is very confusing to me when I look up stuff I thought was disco. If they have a sweatband and like a purple suit on, mm. a pur- with a purple tank top, is that? Disco or the aerobics craze of yeah, the that early seems 80s? seems to be getting more into the aerobics stuff. There, there like was a, this idea that you could put on um, a like neon wristband mm-hmm. and step up and down mm-hmm. for a while to Very music. Much. And my mom did this uh, dancer size. My, never. Yeah. My mom has always been obese and constantly watched and did the body electric <laughs> kind of shit. Uh, and then, yeah, they, uh, this mouser size was turned into a TV yeah. show to launch Disney Channel. I think if wow. you're young and remember... The channel, back when channels had a start date, they ended at like midnight. Good night, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they start commercials like, until four. Here comes Disney Channel, and there's this blasting daily intro, and then Mousers. <laughs> the, the, the diet book craze of now, back then, was adding or size to a word. Yeah. You the, could do anything while exercising. This was the one weird tip of the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you, you Which asked, is like, of all the crazes to take over, like... What a harmless thing. Like, please exercise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, really. <laughs> and everyone dressed up goofy and played Let's Get Physical for eight years straight, and then... Looking at the liner notes on mouse size. I haven't seen so many PhDs involved in the creation <laughs> of a record because it is supposed to be a healthy thing. But we're not yeah, here to exactly exalted. how many times to tell the kids to go left, right, left, <laughs> right. Too up, many, and up, they're going to... Up, down, up, down. And you end up back where you started. Now I have to go see Song of the South in theaters now. Go up, go up. Help us save Black Cauldron from bombing. Okay, you think you asked what defined disco, and the only thing I found in researching this is that you have to have like a minute and a half intro. Because I well, guess I mean, they're supposed dance to be music. mixed to be able, together. They do have to be able to be mixed in and out of. Well, I wanted to yeah. see I old to see... school style with tape reels and computers <laughs> yeah. the size of rooms. So you let me know if you think this is funny. I Deep wanted Blue to see is going to start the next set. If anybody old DJ style can intro, start the intro, tell people what station they're listening to, and then drop out right before the lyrics kick in. Yeah, like, I don't know what that's. <laughs> I don't know what that's called. What? Do you think you could try it? I don't know how long the song is. I don't either. That's but those DJs fucking knew like instantly. Let's see if we can get one. Well, they they've heard the song many times. <laughs> that's but that's the art of it, man. You gotta feel the song. You okay. gotta feel when it's coming in. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Up next on the Bisky Bowser Size album on your Laser Tab Network. We're waiting outside here at the Subway parking lot, selling out five dollar footlogs. Everybody. Up next is I Want to Be Like You Part Two. This is the sequel of the Jungle Books. I Want to Be Like You, the most racist song in Disney history. Now I'm the king. Nice. Look at that. <laughs> uh, the tone could have been more what? final. So you're saying you need, you need it, to try it. It sounded like you were in mid-sentence. Most racist song in history. 
But I'm bum bum bum. You're also I, looking at the timeline. Ex- you know I am the- not. I, it was, I swear to God, I am not. There's, um, there's no way anyone else can do this. You sure? How would you know? You don't even want to try. Uh, I'll make the same joke about because five foot a five dollar foot long. Do you, all like do, do you well, all the radio station giveaways. Who would be playing at the uh, Arena Dome <laughs> in this era? White Snake live White tonight Snake at the Lake Tahoe Cruise. You're here at the Monster Truck Dome. White <laughs> uh, playing in the back of Bigfoot the Monster Truck. <laughs> I'm going to put you up, Elston. You think you can do a better job? Because I know probably I'm not. Pretty sure this is long as fuck. <sighs> this intro. Uh, but the the cool thing is it's produced or at least written by Edwin Starr, um, an old soul legend. He, what do you, do you know who I'm talking about, Michael? I know the name. I know the name. He did War. What is it good for? But oh. here he is. Uh, I'll be your I'll be your Andy Richter like sidekick in, in case you need someone to jump in. A hype man for a laugh. Yeah, 1980s hype man. This one is called Get the Money, and it's about Uncle Scrooge's money by the man who brought us one of the most famous anti-Vietnam War <laughs> protest songs on the Mouser Size album. Brett, here you go. The song is called Get the Money, Uncle Scrooge's Money. Oh, God. Here we go. I'm glad we qualified that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, Come on. You normally don't talk over people. Get the money. We got What? Well, that was a big fucking fail. Well, I didn't this expect that a radio be... edit. You wouldn't have had this shit. Yeah, I wouldn't have had lyrics talking and trying to talk over them. My mistake. The bit was not authentic enough. Ooh. Oh, wow. This is, <laughs> this is not bad. I'm telling you. This is... I think it's about the Beagle Boys. Nice. I'm glad to see them getting the recognition. Yeah, it's just fucking thieves. He's always one step. This only has 3,000 views. Nobody knows to look for it. See, how hasn't this been sampled for a rap song? Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Get That's the money? Uh, Alright, do you have another one? Uncle I do. You want to do your DJ thing? Oh, boy, I can try it. I, what I have... I might, I might fail. What I have is... Um, this. It is the 80s. It's the early 80s. But come on, those songs are still disco... Disco like there was an actual Mickey Mouse disco album, oh, and uh, I will allow you from nineteen seventy eight. Oh, I've seen the cover. Oh, you it's to, really great. You have to the, take a photo of that cover. The cover is great. Um, so you're going to introduce disco Mickey Mouse. I don't know where the intro ends. Here we go. Hey everybody, you're listening to KOS Big Brick. I'm your DJ Tyler Wild. Well, I forgot the name of the I forgot the name of the song, but I'm a professional disco DJ. Mickey Mouse, brother. Disco Mickey Mouse. Yeah, no. be the 160th caller and win a big, big prize. Ah, oh, see, you got it. See, you're looking at something there. Nuts. This sounds like ABBA. Uh, this is beautiful. I'm a dancing mouse. Only 17. <laughs> only 17. <laughs> yeah, this this album is a little more excruciating. And yes, I did preview all of these. Good work. You're a professional. I, uh, professional, whatever this is called. Mickey's doing a couple bumps in the bathroom before he comes out. <laughs> Get hyped for the crowd. Man, what a time to be alive. <laughs> All right, that, that one. I, you know, I didn't grab the intro to this one. Man, my tolerance for this is remarkably high. Yeah, this, none of these are that bad, to be honest. <laughs> he likes to yeah, he fuck. <laughs> wow, oh, man. 
doesn't even sound like the Bee Gees at all. Oh wait, no, the Village People. <laughs> well, that's. I, did you see how close they are to like skirting, completely ripping that song off, but just backing away from it? Macho, macho. Dark, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Disney it's like, would even do that. They would like, like they didn't it, have like a they slightly in a modern the scale. And yeah, today they'd just macho, be like, we now, macho, we now own your entire catalog, Village People. We will now use the song as we see fit. But no, we don't. Where are you throwing? Well, they're just one of those. Those not to be. I mean, no offense to the Village People. But Flash and the Pan artists were like all the time, two like two years after an, a big artist, like Carly Rae Jepsen, they'll just cover the song with Disney characters, and that person will appear. Mm, yeah. So we did that rap album where just like fucking tag team is in there. Yeah, Woomp there, it went. Woomp there it went. I believe is the song they did with Mickey. Anyway, holy shit! Uh, uh, where did yeah. it go? What's that? Uh, we should no, go- I, th- I think I've heard at least one of these in Toys R Us. Yeah? Yeah, well, they sound vaguely familiar as an aesthetic, like this style of music with some random Disney character going, and then strings for nine minutes. <laughs> this sounds vaguely familiar. I can't believe we don't have Nicktoons songs. Well, they, I, I wanted to, but they don't have disco. I was originally going off disco, but, this is, but the category we'll find out so later. Are we branching out from Disney? We are, ah, and, but, this, but the unifying theme is that it was all originally available on vinyl, and most of these songs, that Macho Duck is definitely, that track is taken from vinyl, wow. but we'll hear more of those after a word from our sponsor. Commercial alert! Put the VCR on pause. Ah! Guys. Whoa, hi. <laughs> hey. Guys. Hey. hey. Guys. Yeah. Guess what today's show is brought to you by? What? what? That would be Hover. Oh, Hover. Hover is an internet domain registration site, uh, which we're recommending right now because if they go to hover.com slash laser, they can get 10% off their domain registration. Dope. Yep. Hover is all about making the process simple. It's possible. It includes a bunch of stuff like domain forwarding and... Who is services that other companies charge extra for? And it's all for one simple fee. They're just trying to keep things simple is the key point of that. And that's good because everybody is constantly asking us, how do you get started working on the internet for a living? And the beginning of that is a website. And the very beginning of that is registering your URL. That's right. Very you, important. You don't, you don't want to be uh, wordpress.com slash uh, coolguyblog. Yeah, you don't want to be blogspot.com slash angelfirekid. <laughs> I don't know. No. You'll find that doesn't roll off the tongue very well. Yes, I'm at... Uh, Naruto420.tumblr.com. <laughs> People aren't going to take you seriously. You can't put that on a business exactly. card. Exactly. And everybody everybody should learn a little bit about about web development you at some point little. in your life. It's, it'll help you in all of your every aspect of your professional life. I assure you that. And it all starts with the domain registration. You can do that. Man, you're good to go. So go to hover.com slash laser and get 10% off your domain registration. Woo. Thanks, Hover. Laser time. Second segment. All right, guys, as promised, more for the mouser size medley. Can't, I think I'm the only one excited about this. Please hang in there. We got cooler stuff. Skip around the room. <laughs> skip, skip, skip. Okay, I got the drums in the bass. What's the drums in the bass coming? It's all right. It's like Dragon Quest Eight soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> the battle music. <laughs> 
So yes, you want to branch out from Disney? I might play another one of those later. I'm not. I give you no guarantees. Well, you are Chris. I always expect something Disney related soon. No, I. Uh, well, he is wearing a neon green Rocco's Modern Life shirt. It's ne- amazing. Green. <laughs> Which one would you want to say, sweetie? That's that's green. That's green. That's totally yellow. That's um, nope. It I think it's yellow too. You might want to get your eyes checked. Let me drop. <laughs> drop it, guys. It's green. The shirt you guys can't see is green. <laughs> drop it. Um, I want to see if anybody can get. Does anybody want to do the DJ talk over? Uh, I can try. Last two failed Nelson? pretty bad. <laughs> uh, this, I think uh, as long as there's no one talking under it, like, right, there won't, get there his won't money. be in this case. Get his money. Get his money. <laughs> what? You can. But you can. <laughs> see it wasn't that. They were like whispering into yeah. your left ear. Get his money. All right. All right. Here yeah, we right. go. Um, hmm, I wonder if I can indicate to you which what this is. How long do I have? Minutes? I don't know. Like, oh. And you think I'm looking at it. I'm not. Okay. I am not looking right, at this. Right. I have not listened to these songs that many times. And no. You can just usually hear like the, the drums will build up. like 30 up. or 40 times. Uh, this this was stuck in my head for years. I want to see if anybody can guess what it is. Go ahead, Elston. All right. We are back. You listen to K-Fox. We got your Johnson City Cougar tickets. If you call number nine, you're going to get them right now. Be there for the Speedboat-a-thon this Saturday. First up, some Disney bulls. I'm being told not to finish that sentence. <laughs> Uh, other giveaways. Listen to the music, kids. Shit, I'm fired! (laughs) (laughs) This is much more 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Female female vocal coming in, reiterating. um, (laughs) (laughs) Summary. What he said. Flash Beagle. Flash Beagle. That's uh, Ultra 3 from Guile? Uh, hold on. No, that does, nothing, that's, nothing. I was really into that track, to be honest. Well, I have, an, I have another great. clip from it. I love it. was stuck in my head for years. This is one of those things like pre internet. Like, did this really exist? I have no confirmation. What is. Um, here, let me. Is that Guile's dog? Come on, it's too Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm all out. I'm all out of Guile jokes. Flash Beagle. You know what this reminds me of? Man, she's really going for it, so, too. What famous beagle? Can we... Uh, still it's, famous. It's Snoopy. It is Michael Grimm. It is completely Snoopy. It is totally Snoopy from the 1984 special uh, Flash Beagle, wow. if you could guess. It was more of a Flash Dance parody. Uh, but come on, that's pretty disco-y. And like, in, I remember it because he goes to a fucking disco with a black kid, and the black kid's... Ne- Franklin never gets screen time on the, on the Peanuts. He comes mm. around, he's like the guy who lifts up Charlie Brown's foot at the end of the special, right. just, just to help out at the end. Uh, but they went to a disco together, and Snoopy has like that loose shirt with the sleeve falling off on the side, and a headband, and he's dancing yes. to shit. But what I did, it did, act, the only Peanut special to use rotoscoping animation looks like a Ralph Bakshi video. Wow. And the body double for Snoopy is the same body double for Fla- Jennifer Beals in Flashdance. So wow. Snoopy is getting down. He is wow. fucking tearing up the disco floor. With Flash Beagle. That's pretty great. <laughs> Nobody puts Linus in the corner? The status of that music really makes me realize how much Japanese music got stuck. Yeah. Because, like, so much anime from the 80s and 90s is still, like, and I swear stuff I still see today just has that sound. It sounds like, this sounds like OutRun music. It's the only time white people can, like, take 
this side of musical creation, somebody was telling me this band, yeah, you don't see fucking rockabilly like this anymore. I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe if white people want to invent a new genre for the Japanese to perfect for eight years, <laughs> then I'll take some pride in it. Uh, it they archive every kind of music there and don't seem to have any distinction if you crack open like one of the newer Final Fantasy soundtracks I think every genre is represented yeah mm. they're pretty thorough pretty thorough um, on the uh, topic of vinyl there's a, a record swap they do and apparently Japanese collectors uh, fly to the states exclusively to buy used records from people because, and they Wait, buy really? like yeah and they buy like cheese ball shit that nobody here wants like <laughs> yeah. super bad disco and Paul Anka and all kinds nice. of like, I Abba should, uh, everything. I should start some kind of business just selling They're very records very to Japan because I mean I can't imagine going to I, like Aha, going to like a record store too. and not just having a huge bin full of like old American records would be would be weird and I'd, mm. I mean certainly they have bins full of old Japanese records but who wants those see well I, I don't know if I want, some, someday I wanted to maybe make this an entire subject of laser time I know I say that all the time but uh, when we were kids, and I more hate about to that, date please. Us, uh, <laughs> you went. You did. We all go to public schools. Not uh, me. <laughs> no. I went to a private. School. I'm not even sure if it's an For issue of public schools. I went to a public school and went to a broke ass public school with had, a population of 800. They had four VHS graduating class of 80 that the entire school could pick from to watch and yeah, had no, really no choice. Ricky Ticky Tavi, mm-hmm. Never Ending Story, A Christmas Story, which we watched year round. Before it got <laughs> rerun, I, I, that movie was endeared to me well before the rest of the year. I've probably seen that movie more times than any other movie. But before the 24 hour marathons, like it was just our only movie in class. Yeah. And Flash Beagle. Flash Beagle, <laughs> with so the commercials weird. in, was our only. I don't know if I even remember that. Our only. Uh, Flash it, it was Beagle. from like 84. It's just. But the VHS yeah, but I, tapes you had in your school that you seemed to watch over and over yeah, again. Until like, six, like 1992. They finally got another one. I think we got Christmas Story because the fucking government donated it or somehow because it was still a bomb at that point. At some point in the nineties, it was like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Every, wow. every time we had a substitute, that I watched that movie like eighteen times a year. We, uh, one of my third grade teacher's husband. Well, my third grade teacher's husband was an extra in Glory. So <laughs> we watched, in my hometown. So we watched Glory. Wow, Ugh, when it came out, and I'm like. Why I'm 11. The context of this movie is really not working on me. And then Gettysburg came out after that. So I think Shrek was the school movie. Jesus, wait, you're not that much younger than us. God damn it! The DVD was, was invented. What? Yeah, the only coffee we had. Was when we were we were at a Amoeba like a few months ago, um, and I was trying to find the oldest VHS to like try to pinpoint the year when. When did it actually stop? As far as mass market mm. big budget movies, when did they finally go? And no more. The oldest VHS I found. Alien vs. Predator. Fuck, for real? And that's 2004. Mm. Like, late 04. I think I think there are a couple stores around the San Francisco area. You go into Rasputin, there's still a... I call it a healthy VHS section. I just don't know if it's a manager who doesn't want to re-do inventory again. Right. Five for five bucks! Yeah. Too much! <laughs> I go in there and see people rifling through them. I'm yeah. like, for the price of continuing to buy these, you, you can get a DVD player. They're like 30 bucks mm-hmm. now. And all those yeah, movies, like, online are 99 cents. The if only you're thing, Mighty Ducks 1. The only thing I would miss about VHS tapes, and this is the kind of stuff that YouTube is archived, so who cares, is what would be before the movie. Yeah. And it would always be some product spot or some really bizarre thing that had no business being there. Like, I still remember the Ninja Turtles yes. VHS. The Pizza Hut thing about dandelions grow, and I'm like, I watched that thing Land over. Before Time had Pizza Hut. and yeah. Well, that was sort of... The the and like the, by now a DVD will have like nothing. It'll just mm-hmm. because or it's home, a commercial for bah season three of the wire. <laughs> when they say home video, that was the distinction. 
because you'd rent a movie. I remember my friend rented RoboCop, lost it, and like that'll be eighty bucks, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, that's not a home video. That is a yes. video that costs like a hundred dollars for yeah. them to buy and rent out until the tape wears we, out. Uh, <clears throat> my old place, my roommate. There's old uh, Chinese-owned uh, video rental place. And this mm-hmm. was in like 2005. Mm-hmm. Went out of business. We decided just to go there and see what they were selling, and they had. Samurai Cop on VHS in a huge <laughs> box, and the price in the box was ninety nine ninety five. <laughs> Shit, really? Yeah, like that was the original. I mean, they were selling it for like a dollar or whatever, but it was like that was the original wow. price. That's how like, much it sold for? Yeah, like I, I, I wanted to buy Fight Club because it came out on VHS before DVD, but not on home video. And I kept look. I the internet had existed at that point. I'm looking around other distributors. The cheapest price I could find was sixty dollars for Fight Club on VHS. I mean, the DVD was like twenty bucks. Or th- the DVD came out like seven months after the VHS really? was available for rent. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. okay. No, I just want to see that movie, man. It just fucking moved me. It did something. So I remember um, what was it? Uh, <laughs> like when T two came out on video. Like I'd seen it in the theater with mm-hmm. my parents. My you know my dad was a big fan, and I loved it. And we wanted to get it, and it was like the only way you could get it was to buy it from a video store who would be willing to relinquish one of their copies. Yeah. And even then, it was like fifty bucks, and it's like, and it's been rented a hundred, two hundred times. Previously viewed. Yeah, uh, previously a used VHS was still that much money because there wasn't. I mean, it's still pretty. It was still really tough. Insane to think about. So home, vi- like, the home video market was not super flooded, and I think that's how some. Maybe some of our generation was endeared more to certain movies because Star Wars was available for home video. Yeah, yeah you had Planet to watch the, the same things not. over and over yeah. again. Yeah, otherwise you had to wait for HBO to play them or maybe tape them. I'm sure the tape generation had some of that. But home video, rare thing. Oh, wait, we were talking about schools on the subject of education. Public schools. Public schools into educational. The next disco album is Sesame Street Fever. Ugh. No, it's good. Okay. Sesame Street Fever. I haven't been let down by anything else today, why, so. why is it good? Because one of the Gibbs appears, one of the members of the Bee Gees actually appears on the album to do a duet with Cookie Monster and sing the title track. <sighs> but the, I, the fun, I was looking in the liner notes online is that Ron, Robin Gibb appears courtesy of, and it's just his parents. <laughs> 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 they own them? What a weird thing to think of. I didn't know that's how it worked. Um, do we want to try and introduce it? I have the long version and a clip. Uh, Does anybody want to take another stab at it? It's not been going well so far. No? Well, I'm going to try it again with the next one. So, but if anybody wants to take it here. Take it here. No, DJ volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next for you lovebirds out there, we got Sesame Street Fever featuring one of the Bee Gees. I got nothing. You got nothing on this, Elston? Elston's bowing out because this song is too damn good. That's right. The Bee Gees top themselves only with the help of Muppety Puppets. That's right. Sesame Street Fever now available at a Muppet outlet near you. Don't forget, uh, Hail Hitler. <laughs> damn it! I missed! I missed! I, missed. I swear I was living. building to something. You went all in. <laughs> Don't forget, David Duke is out speaking at the Trucker Dome. Hey, this is David Duke out here. How much time we got? <laughs> we live? Hello? Ricky Fuck D, this. you there? Fuck this. I'm going into the clip. Uh, oh, wait, unless we want to hear more. Yeah, that song more is about, all intro. I want to hear more about Dude, David all Duke. Those, all the... <laughs> here Everybody's dancing. Oh, boy. Shake your feathers. Whoa, that's not what I thought he was going to say. Shake your tail feathers. Literally. Fucking creepy. This is really creepy. This is really creepy. I would still say this is 
this is when, far superior to anything Radio Disney is turning out well, right now. If like, we think this is all inspired by our episode Simpsons Sing the Blues, right? And that album was appalling even at the time. Yeah, yeah. A lot, not a lot. Well, some. I know if you look through the liner notes of that, there are a lot of impressive people on that album. Yeah, but still fucking boring. I'm feeling the bass of this song. The bass. Yeah. But anytime children yeah. sing in like a choir, it's really creepy. Yes. Especially Always. in but those notes where it's like the kind of melancholy, like, happy days. Like they're going to go jump off a building because Man. they have like glazes over their <laughs> eyes because they've been brainwashed. What was the... the... Oh, what a backbeat. Okay, Tyler, <laughs> what was the issue we had? We had this record. Somebody had sent me Sesame Street Fever. It was a 45? Yeah, we need like a little adapter thing to play the. Yeah, I've tried to see if I could center it and have it spin properly, and I think that's how your needle broke. That could be. Because <laughs> it was tugging back and forth. Yeah, that was, yeah. I'll buy you a new needle. How much are they now? Oh, no, are they boutique prices? <laughs> Where, I don't know. Weren't you shopping actually. for some stupid piece of audio recently? Mm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was looking for an amplifier for my turntable, because you see, kids, when the needle touches the record, you need to amplify the signal in order for the... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'll true, I'll true. I'll true. Anyway, I went to Craigslist and I found this guy and he was selling what I wanted. Go over to his place and he lives in a nice house in San Francisco. This house is probably worth, you know. You probably bought it back when there was a lot of vinyl around. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a very old house. Anyway, I go into the guy's house. He welcomes me in to show me the thing. His house. Here's like, my sex swing. Here's my sex swing. Uh, the hall is filled each side enormously with just amps, giant amplifiers, Jesus. like stereo amplifiers, guitar amplifiers, like just. Both sides of the hall from the floor to the ceiling, and it's just totally packed. And he's like, yeah, come on back. We walk through the house. Every inch of the house is just filled with this. There's like a couch. His kitchen's usable, and it's like hoarders with hundreds of Immaculate thousands of dollars vinyl. worth of like, you know, solid state audio equipment. And it's like weird. And he's like, okay, here's the one you want. And it's literally in a wall of amplifiers underneath like 700 tons of guitar amps. And it's like, <laughs> uh, okay, can you just pick up that 4,800 pounds of stuff so I can pull this out for you? I'm like, I hope we don't die. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But you wow. needed that amp in particular? It was just cheap and he had the one I wanted and it was nice. But, there, but there's an amp that you want. I can't even think of that anymore. Uh, Somebody gave me one for my surround sound system and I've never thought about it after well, that. A lot of it is if you get the modern like amplifiers, stereo amplifiers, yeah. they don't have a phono input for a record player so you have to get a preamp. The old ones have it built into them. What's, so. what's a phono? So you need to amplify like yeah. a turntable especially because it's really quiet because the needle doesn't make a whole lot of... It doesn't have mm-hmm. a... Like, power source in it except just to turn the yes so you need to sort of bump that up to make it work on a stereo and modern amplifiers tend to not have that they kind of do now because people are buying records again but so the old ones have that included it didn't i was in i went to rasputin to like sort of research this didn't get a lot of places but i found the monty python album that they made and they made it out you know you stick kids if you there's a big space you can see. You can sort of see the tracks on a record, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to skip tracks, but you have to lay, lay your needle there. The the default place where you lay your needle to on the opening of a record, you play the Monty Python album, and boom, it plays tracks like that. In between those tracks, they recorded another hidden album, uh, and you have to sort of luckily find it. I don't even think the human eye can detect where it is. I just thought that was fucking genius. It's pretty cool. Two albums in one, hidden. A hidden album. 
There's a the Dead Kennedys made an album. And it was called it was I forget which album it was, but it was the collector's edition. It was a limited edition for like asshole vinyl collectors. And when you opened it up, there was just a huge hole punched in the center of the record, so it could never play. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. I bet that's worth a ton of money now. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, we got some more disco coming your way, courtesy of the Sesame Street gang. This one is a reimagined classic. I think everybody remembers this. Grew up with this. How about what does everybody think of bath time? I don't know. Why don't you come on down to Tom's Bath Sleep? in Mattress Warehouse. We're having a big old sale right there. I uh, hope the right, song so starts soon. Get a rubber ducky. Get, uh, get a rubber ducky. Make sure everybody remembers to vote Bush and support the troops because that's what Clear Channel is all about. <laughs> Anybody yeah. else who wants to go ahead. <laughs> Take it from me. Uh, shouldn't have handed it off to me so directly there. <laughs> um, We're having the annual misogynist convention this weekend. So <laughs> hope to see you down there. Uh, hopefully the song will start soon. Brought to you by Reddit. Brought to you by Reddit. <laughs> Keep asking them to change the name of that. Maybe get some more people to come out. But uh... <laughs> anyway, Yolo. 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 <laughs> uh... Oh, there are lyrics. Man. <laughs> Hashtag so Yolo. Wow. They are <laughs> from the bottom of their hearts. I love that jangly guitar. Yeah. Could you slowly work in Sandstorm into this? Jesus. Well, that's a, it's a, I believe that's a project for someone out there on Laser Time who, Laser Time listeners, knows more than me about audio. I actually really like this. Making pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Take some bacon and I'll put it in a Lemon grab's coming back. All right. It's in an episode Monday. No, gonna... Holy shit. So I might, excited. I might be at a disco. Hmm. Robert Ducky. All right, we're going to deviate a little from disco. How much time? Are we... Well, let's just take our big break and come back and burn off the rest of these because we're sort of out of the disco era, but we're, I swear this shit is really fun. I know I have stuff to irritate Michael, Tyler, and Brett. I know Robert I Ducky, in the wrong order. You're so fine. Yay! What a happy disco-centric episode this Yay. is. Until the next break, when we don't really do much disco at all. Oh, it's still happy. It is still. It is still happy. This is where the part where we say thank you for listening to Laser Time and thank you for donating to uh-huh. Laser Time. I have a giant list of people just throughout January. We haven't acknowledged donors in a while, so I wanted to give a big shout out to Kurt, Wilmer, Christopher, N, Keegan, Zach, Neil, David, Raynard, Alejandro, Christian. Uh, oh man, I can't read my own handwriting. Let's say. No. Okay, no. Sure, that's no. a name. Thanks, Noel. Uh Donald, Matt, Benjamin H, Maxwell M, Alan C, and big, big thanks to George S, uh, Justin A, Ryan B. Those three actually donated significantly, uh, and that's really going to help us out this month with some things we have planned, mm-hmm. which may or may not include another. I don't know. What? I don't know. We I don't know how many times we can tease it before people just eventually <laughs> stop listening to us. Um. So yes, wanted to thank everybody for. <clears throat> So yes, wanted to thank everybody for donating through there. If you don't want to donate at all, you can actually buy goods through... Does it, any guesses here, Tyler? I take a wild guess and say Amazon. Amazon is also what you... Yeah, you can just purchase stuff through Amazon. Go to lasertimepodcast.com and click on any links on the right-hand sidebar or in the weekly list 
where we count down the things coming out that week, upcoming game pre-orders, and comic book recommendations from Cave Crisis, uh, and just click through those. They're just suggestions. They don't fall into your checkout cart and automatically purchase themselves. As long as you enter through that link and shop on that visit for anything you want, search like normal. They have so much stuff. That's right. You'll kick a tiny bit of commission back to you, and if enough of you do it, then maybe we can keep this thing afloat. And there's also t-shirts. We added a bunch of t-shirts in there. I, can't, I keep meaning to order so we can we can model them with our bodies. Uh, you know you want to see our bodies. Anne is wincing in the background. Um, Anne has to see our dumb bodies all the time, but, you know. I've been showing off my gut lately. It's kind of taken me out of me, uh, medium t-shirt territory. I've officially <laughs> left that. Um, disgusted with myself. Are you out of it? Oh, I, yeah, I am. I am snugging in. Oh, snugging in the large right Well, now. I mean, you got to listen to that mouser size a little more. <laughs> I hope we have. Boy, I hope there's the more in the next break. I sure hope. Maybe we should get to it. Okay. Zoom! See, I went around. We're back at laser time. Um, I have one more master size clip to burn. <laughs> Good God. I'm sorry. They just mega mixer. <laughs> I, I really think this was in Toy Dress. Yeah? Yeah, this might have been the one. Else I may have... Does it go through a bunch of different songs? Or is it just uh, Small yeah. World? No, that... it's, it goes through, like, the seven, throughout the seven minutes, it's like zippity doo da and okay, Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Almost certainly was, was being played in Toys R Us. Well, it was a hit single released before the album. A hit no, single? It wasn't. Um, well, as you can tell, I went around looking for certain search terms. There is a really disco cartoon starring Yogi Bear, but Hanna-Barbera, I don't think, made it into the, this... They didn't have the mindset to start making disco for children. To change. They, well, Hanna-Barbera likes to rip off something that's been popular for 10 years, and I don't think they had any clout in the 80s at that point. Uh, but couldn't find any of that. What other search terms do you think I use to tailor to exclusively to you to see if those characters had a disco album? Let's start with Elston. I'm trying to figure out if a certain company had a disco album. There you Elston. So, nobody knows you better than you. Um... <laughs> Marvel did not have a disco album. It's I'm a great fucking, story. Fucking baffled by it. Well, that's we're officially leaving disco and going into just cartoons and vinyl, and they're all slightly tailored to you. Yeah, to well, each of you. Uh, the only thing I can think of then is swing time. The swing time. There's music, but I wanted something that is not available digitally. I see. And um, what I ended up stumbling across is a couple of albums. One was the Mary Marvel Marching Society. Yes, that definitely existed. Yes, uh, it was a, you'd see the ad for it in comics. Sulky, over-funky, kind of hunky, superhero, optimistic, and electrically transistered, superhero, and exotically neurotic, and a rotic, so believe in Marvel. It's still bizarre to think of them that old. Mm. Like this, they'd already established themselves and were... Mm. What was that from? 
The Mary Marvel Marching Society was the fan club. Yeah, uh, and you would see like ads in old comics that it's like it's thing, and it would say M M M M S. You're like, I don't. Know, it's like what the what is that? And it was this. This is from the album called Scream Along with uh, Marvel superheroes. Jeez, scream Along. Yeah, which I was ho- I was hoping it'd be like this crazy fucking David Bowie screamo. Oh man, and, and a glam rocky thing, and uh, it's super fifties propaganda like. And yeah, this is where they get that very propaganda like. This is probably the 70s, I guess. 50s or 60s. Really? Walk a little prouder, be an innovator. Clap a little louder, go for refrigerator. We can show you how to. That sounds like an ad for, like, plumbing. Yes. <laughs> you belong, you belong, you belong, you belong to the Mary Marble Marching Society. I like marching band music because you only have to know how to sing two notes. Mr. Show did that I thought was a brilliant sketch on... Oh, the marching band The marching, The dueling marching band composers, sort of like the story of John Philip Sousa and his arch enemy. Some guy who just walks around his apartment. Brilliant! Write it down! He's got a wand and he's... Uh, uh, how would you go about writing those songs? They all sound like that. If you try and do them alone, you sound like a moron. Yeah, it's so good. Um, but this is also interesting. I didn't know whether to preserve it for Cape Crisis, but there is more. Uh, it came with this... That's okay. Henry doesn't like content. That is true. <laughs> uh, it, this one came along with... It was on a disc. It might have come at a separate time. It's called The Voices of Marvel. If you're a serious Marvel nerd, you might need Brett to provide you with context. If only Henry was here, but... This is pretty surreal. Mm. I mean, I may not know. Okay, out there in Marvelland, face front. This is Stanley. Who the hell is this? You've probably never heard a record like this before because no one would be nutty enough to make one with a bunch of offbeat artists. So anything is liable to happen. Hey, who made you a disc jockey, Lee? Well, well, Jolly Jack Kirby. Say a few words to the fans. Wow. Jack, say a few words. Look, pal. <laughs> I'll make sure of the humor around here. Uh, you, look, it's the same Same gags over and over for years. Well, you can't accuse me of being fickle, can you? By the way, Jack, the readers have been complaining about Sue's hairdo again. What am I supposed to do? Be a hairdresser? Next time I'll draw her bald-headed. <laughs> hey, I'm drawing Invisible Woman over here. But it's really, Get off my case. It's really weird. All those like oh. Silver Age yeah. people are on this record. Steve Ditko pops in for like two we seconds. Have, we're having a normal conversation, right? That's right, Stan Lee. <laughs> Stan Lee. And then here's Steve Ditko, and he like leaves. Oops, he jumped out a window. Steve Ditko, always shy. He hates you. <laughs> he hates you. That's original podcasting. I gotta get in this studio because you don't know what it's like when Tyler and I used to have to press the podcast like yeah. directly <laughs> onto a disc cylinder. Yeah. And well, Jack Kirby, all... what do you think about this? What do I, Jack Kirby, think about this? <laughs> no, <laughs> Stalin for Stan time. <laughs> Was this written behind the animators for Mister Magoo? Otherwise, I'm not saying it. <laughs> um, but that's not the biggest offender. <laughs> I don't know how 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 much we can listen to this, but there was another. I think they. I thought it was bizarre that Marvel didn't try to make more records or read along and play. They were surprisingly out there very quickly, like the 60s cartoons and then these records. It's like, and then toys came out pretty They're early. More, like in the Even 80s, before Secret Wars. I have was, a Song of the South read-along record from Disney when that should have been passe. Yeah, I had read-along, I think, He-Man record. Yeah, but I didn't have any Marvel stuff. He was stuff. trapped in a giant clock. I'm trapped in a giant... I bet he said it over and over again. <laughs> Just like in the cartoons, they wouldn't have to animate it. Oh, um, wait, I had a... What? It was like Smurfs. Oh, I definitely I had all those. I don't remember. It was, it was just one of those things where, like, 
I didn't. It's get... a record that someone's narrating, but the narrator does all the voices. Oh, and yeah. like, and the Smurfs came in today, and then Smurfette said, "Oh my, Papa Smurf, hi." Well, hello there, Papa. Mm-hmm. I, it's uh, a, it's a more whiskey, please. <laughs> it's a father replacement record. It's it's what the experience you would get if your parent was reading a storybook to wow, you and cared shit. about you. What a broken home spun that idea. What a breakthrough. What a breakthrough. Um, Turns out I hate my life. I did find a, a Flintstones... Flintstones celebrate Motown, which I feel really <laughs> stupid for not getting. I'll see if I can look up some I'm of so those. So excited! Uh, but this is yeah. the this is the rock. Con- I think the one and by only. The dark of the Yavadil. Yes, now we'll be shitty with it. Uh, the it was from the 1970s. It was called Marvel's line of rock comics. Uh, and who the people's comics? Who debuted that? I, I think this might be the only one. Is Spider Man? And me. Aunt May, where are you? Are you all right? Petey, what's happening? Did you have him with me? Oh, oh, my heart. Petey, help me. My heart can't take the strain. She's not 90. Hello? Aunt May? Yes! Aunt May, are you all right? You know her voice. She's just fine. The kingpin wouldn't not unless he had to. Now listen, and listen good. I would appreciate a small thing. Oh, no. What do you want me to do? I want you to sing. I simply want you to take a picture of Spider-Man for me. We even fixed up a special camera for the a compromised sexual position. Spider-Man's last. You want me to murder Spider-Man? The Kingpin is not a murderer. I simply want you to eliminate a civic menace and perpetual taste. Long intros. You must be crazy. He's not Doctor Doom. Wow, this is getting pretty good. Who's gonna photograph Spider-Man? Jesus Christ! Holy shit! Uh, wow. Waka waka waka. And all I see is this 60s Spider-Man animation, this stiff fucking 90-year-old man walking down uh, the street. No web lines. That animated gif of him walking towards you with the background never moving. Just... <laughs> what is the narrative of that song? I need to know. That this. is the best song. I need to know the story it's telling. Um, it was called uh, From the Grave, I believe. Uh, it's out there on the YouTubes. Hey, everybody's talking. But that song was a, that was that's the song from the album about like about Spider Man, sung by other people. So like the Mortal Kombat album by the uh, yeah, Mortals. But wouldn't you have preferred Chinese Ninja Warrior to be sung by Sub Zero? I wouldn't. I would. I, don't, I need. I need the. I don't trust Sub Zero to self-analyze in the way that someone else could. I do, and, and luckily, Mar- I even luckily, Mar- <laughs> luckily, Marvel did. No one wants to tell Sub Zero he's flat, a little bit flat. There. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here is a song you can name whatever you want. The spider bite had affected my blood. I had gained his powers. In the days that followed, I dreamed up my web shooter. We can't verify the gender of that spider. With my spider power, I had superhuman aim and control. I could snare anything. Before long, I designed a costume. 
As I slipped my spider Ugh. mask over my head for the first time, I remember the Spidey's Lament. Spidey's Ballad. I only saw fame. I wish this is how the most recent movie opened with Andrew Garfield. For the first time in my life, I turned towards the mirror and Spider Man was born. Ugh, I hate it so much. Walking with Jesus. To be free. Oh, God. And <laughs> take my eyes off of you. Just like he's making out with the spider that bit him. Like, thank you, spider. They're like for a- my power. Having a picnic lunch on a hill. <laughs> uh, play, playing a speaking spell. <laughs> yeah. They're in a swan Why boat. would they think a kid would want to listen to this? <laughs> the spider's turning away from him and, and a single tear coming down because they had a fight. Uh, they're going to they're gonna get back together. Holding all eight, eight hands together. Okay. 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 Tyler, Tyler or Michael, who wants to go, who wants to go next? In the barrel, um, something amazing. Well, you him. probably immediately Googled Garfield, which had, he had no disco, so I was operating with vinyl on vinyl at this point. I, I should have looked into more Garfield vinyl. Yeah, we were just we were just looking at the uh, image previews all of us the other day um, on on Hulu. <laughs> oh, I saw some of those. Yeah. Like Garfield, I just tweeted uh, a bunch of them, but they're just they're they're like the weirdest looking scenarios, and the description is like uh, John hosts a party and Garfield attends. That's, and that's the episode description. That's it, yeah. Okay, so there was no Garfield disco. I did, I did not. I, this is not something you would think. Um, things that you, things yeah, that you think I like. This you is will, a tough thing. Well, I think you and Graham could both. I could tailor these both to you. You'll have some gripes with both of them. Uh, Graham definitely in this one. Let's see if we can guess what this is. It started out with a Pink Panther basement. Oh. Congratulations. You got it. Yeah. But it's not... Just that it's Pink Panther. That'd be lame. Is it uh, an animated series? No, it's an album um, entitled Pink Panther Punk. Um, and the Nothing song about that was punk so eventually far, so builds. Keep going. I hope. No. It says punk like uh, old bluesy piano. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Here they <laughs> obviously building something. Rag, ragtime punk. I don't. I yeah. <laughs> what? Rag punk. So you remember, Whoa, remember you told me outside... Eat your, eat your hat, Johnny Rod. You saw three midgets drive by on midget segways? I did. This should have been the theme song <laughs> while that was happening. <laughs> uh, Pink Panther Punk... Burn the children! Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was trying to make it a little more. Uh, yeah, somebody didn't have... What was that rebelling against? <laughs> well, th- Good this, taste. this song in particular, <laughs> I think... There know, wasn't there, a there Google. Dead Kennedy's parallels. <laughs> there wasn't a Google in at this point. I'm guessing, but somebody definitely put punk in the old searcheroo hmm. and found this song, which I think is about a musical describing punk. Pink Panther, punk, everybody. By the way, Pink Panther is a alliteration. Pink Panther is a silent character. Yes, yeah. he cannot sing on an album, and I don't know who this is. It's all a great big act that we put on for you, squares. Squares. So he's got a beret on. So this is 1920s punk. Gollum describing the ring? God. Mike's face, Mike's face was beautiful. I, like that's not fair to the listening audience. That's all I wanted to see—the look that was on your face <laughs> as that woman described punk rock. 
It's a trick we're playing on all you squares, see? It's like that song was... It's like if you just took Rocky Horror Picture Show and it was a million times worse. This is my tribute to Tyler Wilde, a uh, big Pink Floyd fan. Also, misunderstanding the word punk rock. Uh, Pink Panther Punk covers another brick in the wall. No this is the... We don't need no Professor Clouseau in the tech No, they're just covering it straight. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would you hurt the song? Why would they sell it to them? That brand doesn't seem to be worth anything. <laughs> what, Pink Floyd? No, Pink Panther. Oh, but Pink... Pink Floyd... There you go. Oh. That kind of shit bothers me where it's when people cover a song and just play it in the same style. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just like, I wanted to sing it. Oh, you also did a choir it's of children karaoke. singing the But it's like karaoke is like you do it with your friends and don't try to sell it and be if like, gonna I had, they were trying to sell it either. I had something interesting to say about this song. Right. If you're going to cover a song, do it in. A, yeah. Well, what's that, that give song? Give a perspective. Um, it's that like. Uh, I'm not Unless you're a tribute band, in which case people are just coming to see you do it exactly the same way. Like. The tide is high, but I'm holding on. That I'm not the kind of girl. <laughs> more, more. Who? Give me more. I don't know the. Yeah, the, I can definitely get my iPhone out and have it identify from you. <laughs> I'm not the kind of girl. <laughs> the tide is high, but I'm moving on. Last Mickey Mouse. But there's just there's a cover of it, but they changed the lyrics to "I'm not the kind of man who needs whatever like that." And I'm like, but it's in the exact same style, and I'm like, why are you covering this song? What I do, I want to hug and kiss you. Yes, <laughs> like just add something. Your 45 fuck. more reps! Get that cardio Shake your <laughs> Shake everything! Shake everything! Doesn't um, matter! So, this is one of our final ones. I was more baffled, like, how the fuck did... Who did you ask at Pink Floyd, Inc.? Can we do this on the Pink Panther album? Um, these next songs, I thought, were difficult to license. But apparently, we're not in 1995. Um, I couldn't I mean, find Looney Tunes doing any disco. But I did find this. At last, Flair, you long-eared swab! You'll like, never see where this is going. This is Pluto. Uh, did you say boom? Ugh. Oh. Rabbit, when I say boom, God, that piano, I mean it just... boom! Oh, that's what I thought you said. This is gonna get real said. good. Now here's a boom, Doc. Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. <laughs> Better. <laughs> Hell! I need somebody help. <laughs> oh my! What? <laughs> I need someone. Help. Wow! <laughs> oh, younger, so much younger. Uh. Oh, he's gonna do the whole song. <laughs> this sounds like Ray Stevens at this point. That squirrel went berserk. This comes from uh, Rhino Records, 1995 album. Bugs and his friends sing the Beatles. Of course, it's Rhino. Uh, Rhino, dude. I thought the Beatles were the Beatles weren't in a movie soundtrack until uh, the Social Network. That's crazy. In a show until Mad Men last season. Like, how the fuck did the Looney Tunes license the Beatles? This is he doesn't know the verse. Do you get away with parody of this? No. <laughs> it says a parody at the bottom of the album. Okay. That might be it. The physical album. Uh, this isn't a parody, though. This uh, is like the yeah, lyrics yeah, and the performance. Like, uh, You know how much fun it would be to just, like, sure, I'll sing a song in a horrible voice. <laughs> well, I'm going. 
There was a time. Uh, I'm going to go do karaoke tonight, and that's. I was so broken hearted. <laughs> I'm going to sing Fly Me to the Moon in that. <laughs> Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. How did this happen? It's like during the editions. I'm sorry, you're on key. Can you get? I want. I want to hear you sing off. Perfect. Well, Chris, who's what third-rate Bugs voice is this? Make your Billy voice. Billy West awful. did it in Space Jam. Yeah, in '96. But that's not later. him. I don't right? think it's him. That doesn't sound like the new Bugs. Yeah, the Daffy and Bunny do a do a. They, and they, God, they, they, it's terrible. they t- take advantage of the whole catalog. And I don't like Hold the Beatles. Jesus, wow, <laughs> they really do do all the hits. Speaking of changing lyrics. This is Whittle Help from My Flans. Did you like Revolution Number 9? Number 9. Is there an octopus garden on here? <laughs> no. Damn it. It's funny because he still says whoa. Who is that supposed to be Bugs? Yeah, it's supposed to be Bugs. <laughs> His entire album, this shit. And just uh, Taz was also popular at this point, and he's in a lot of the tracks. And well, Tasmania was tearing up the tracks. Tasmania was. Wasn't that a good show? I'm, I'm actually not. I remember liking it. I, I love. I know I love now the dad sounding like Bing Crosby. I think that's brilliant. Have a step into my library, son. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's brilliant, but uh, I don't remember I, the rest of it. The games like my, I loved. Yeah, the game was good, and I feel like my initial reaction was, boo, I don't care. And then I feel like somehow it won me over. Yes. I, I feel like I left with the positive Because it stayed impression. on the air much longer than most other cartoons until huh. it was on daily because there was over Sunday. 100 episodes. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. That's generally how it works. That's why the first season of Animaniacs is like 60 episodes long, and the <laughs> yeah. next five have 10. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, that's it. That's all I got. I'm trying to like rack my brain. Like, there's some weird more. little thing I remember. Like, I mean, there's a Ninja Turtles coming out of their shells tour, which is mm-hmm. sort of applicable, sort of wonderful. Um, if you want to load up Skipping Stones, that'd be a great. Uh, <laughs> that's not it. Oh, my mistake. This is a uh, mouse sizes step in time. Brought to you by Laser like Time. Though. I like it though. <laughs> Dude, this is my kind of music. That's where I'm from, man. Good shit. I spent some summers in the Ozarks. It's great. This they listen to? Yeah. Do you know what this song is from? No, like no shit. I was swimming in a hotel in Branson. Uh, (laughs) Tell the story of this song. Go. And and there was a man playing a banjo in a Adirondack chair. (laughs) And just it was a it was like a nineteen year old kid just describing like. I'm going to get real good on the banjo. <laughs> and I'm going to get real good on the banjo. <laughs> I just want to play pinbot. <laughs> playing on my porch, I'm playing on my porch all day, 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 day long. And all I wanted to do was leave. Was that like the original music style with a hype man? Because I feel like there was always someone, like you'd be like, did day long, and someone would be like, how long did it play? Did nobody recognize where that song's from? It's from Mary Poppins. It's like the song fucking Bert sings when he's a chimney sweep. Step into 
Uh, it's not a hoedown song. It's set in England. The flying lady with the umbrella. The flying bitch with the umbrella. Yeah, it's. It's really. It seemed like it was hitting the same. Ten thousand broomsticks. 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 It's the ultimate witch spell in like an anime. Ten thousand broomsticks. Yeah, this has all been a laser time exclusive. Can we go? Can we go? Nice. Can we go out on skipping stones? Seriously, yeah. it's, it's terrible. What about uh, unless help you for some... my friends? What? Uh, they, they, that's a good one. The Looney Tunes help for my friends. Where we already heard that. Uh, skipping stones, man. I've not heard that shit in forever. Oh, and, it's horrible. And I had I had a lot of trouble finding that music. By the way, um, it is strangely hidden. It, I, the CD. I remember when I moved up to CDs. I only had the tape I bought at Pizza Hut, and I was still ready to listen to that album. Yeah, and could not. Oh, it's only the live version. Oof. Um, There's got to be a... Oh, let me see. This might be the one. So yeah, basically the Ninja Turtles in the peak of their... Yeah. If you didn't hear... Henry told me the story. I did verify it that, like, the state was delayed because Michael, Ian Black, and Robert Ben Garant went on tour as two of the Ninja Turtles wow. for the Coming Out of the Shell tours. Really? Yeah, the, the state's first season was delayed as a result of... Wow. <laughs> Because MTV couldn't match that. <laughs> so amazing. at the height of their popularity, just like all the other stuff so we I, heard, I think if you see the live tour, like that's their, they're in the costumes and that is their voices. That is amazing. <laughs> so these are the Ninja Turtles, a whole album, right? Um, so this in my is the s- moment of reflection. Song. Yeah, no, this this is amazing. So uh, a senior year of art class. We basically took over the class because there was only like 12 people in there, and we basically just bullied the teacher into doing what we wanted, and we just told her every day, 3 o'clock, look, it is quitting time. School's out at 3.20, but we are done at 3 o'clock, period. We're done. And after a week of telling her that, she was like, fine, I'm not fighting you guys anymore. And every day at 3 p.m., or maybe once a week, we would turn on Skipping Stones, and that's how we would would bring in quitting time. (laughs) Because it's so awful. <laughs> uh, uh, they couldn't use it in the movie because they were in North Carolina. There was no bodies of water to go skip stones. It's on. the ocean right there, bro. Yeah, not North Carolina, not where they were. They were in the woods. You can't skip no stones in the ocean. That's true. Everything's There's too buoyant. Body of water. That's true. I, I don't want to go any further with this joke. That's okay. Can <laughs> you listen to the whole thing, please? I, I just love the idea of a sincere, like again, like as a, a ten or as a probably eleven or twelve year old, like. The fact that you think that's what any kid wants to hear. Yeah. I, I don't want I want to hear them going singing about pizzas and shit. Like not thinking about in my life as a turtle. Even I always thought it was bizarre. Everything was so much simpler in you know, the pond. Who, who probably had the best internal music? Uh ratio wise? Doug. Like his favorite band was the Beats. The Beats were fantastic. Oh, yeah. When Doug made a song, banging on a trash, can. On a trash can was pretty fucking rad. Who are you? Killer Tofu. Yeah. And Where's My Sock? Let's not forget Where's My Sock. Classic. I only played one. Oh, Pete and Pete, actually. Pete and Pete is the best music. Pete and Pete does, but that was all licensed from bands you hadn't heard of at the time. I have now. That are popular now. Like, what do you listen to? Magnetic Fields? Like, you heard of them? Yeah, from Pete and Pete. Like, I've never, <laughs> I haven't heard them since then. They yeah. still around? They were awesome on Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete just always seemed like Spin Doctors the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something about uh, it. No, it's a wonderful little precursor to Arrested Development. Incredibly mm. surreal. Just a just a wonderful little show. And they didn't know they were 
um, they, the music is pretty fantastic, mm-hmm. and they didn't know that. They just like some label of white people gave us cheap music. <laughs> Why you got to specify white people? Because bro? it's it's very white music. It's still the kind of things rocking on Port- let, Portland. Let, let me decide. All right, all right. I'm done. I think I'm out of talk. Um, we have been laser time. We have been Laser Time. You can find out more at lasertimepodcast.com. I can't tell whether to put this music up online and risk the wrath of the lawyers. I believe the Disney, some of the Disney stuff is actually available on iTunes, but not in the form you heard it in, which was ripped from vinyl. Mm. from Straight from the vinyl source. You don't get that warm tone. Yes, exactly. Which is what makes it a Laser Time exclusive. So good. I think let's uh, cover another dead medium and find a laser disc player. Ooh, well, I got I do a couple think of those. You need to close out the exclusive box, though. I do. Yeah, because you opened one and closed it, and now yeah. I think we're in a game deal scenario. I see. Because now we're out of. Okay, yeah, every, thank you. Okay. You're done? You can't yeah. leave an open parenthetical. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are done. Go to lazydimepodcast.com, find out more. Support us through Amazon or by donating PayPal, buy a t shirt, listen to VG Empire, whatever the hell these guys are doing. It. .com, VG Empire. VG Empire.com. For video game music. You uh, have we, did, we did an Intros episode recently. We did. Oh, that was beautiful. I hope the people like that one. I'm it was very good. happy with that. In fact, I think you had to cut out like... I think it's just... We didn't... rambled too much. Yeah. Uh, that's the first episode of VG Empire. I probably cut 30 minutes worth of <laughs> me and Henry... Well, my Ninja Turtle collection. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this isn't fun to listen to. Isn't this beer contains Pac-Man yeast? Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking this That's up. That's what happened to They get it from right. uh, Manny Pacquiao's belly button. We're going <laughs> to remember lasertimepodcast.com. Cheap Popcast is a new episode up, I believe. Um, I think it's having some trouble getting up. But uh, you know, there's a pill for that, dude. Not what I was doing, guys. Just seriously plucking your shoulder. Sorry. <laughs> well, Rumble's uh, Let's be serious. Taking us out is uh, Looney Tunes. little help from my friends. <sighs> Yeah, I'm not skipping stones. How about that? Come on. Um, and we will see you next week with less vinyl. Or what? It was an airwolf. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Oh, I get by.